Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. What's, What's up? up? Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. We gotta start whoa, over whoa, again. Whoa, whoa. Say what? I'm not ready. You're not, oh, you're not ready yet? I'm not. You asked me, you every single week for 211, what, 211 11 weeks. 12, 212. 212 weeks, you asked me, are you ready? And then we go. Yeah. This week, you didn't ask me. Well, I said I was tired of waiting so for just, you. So <laughs> just. Before we started. Right. I said, I'm tired of waiting around right. for you. Right, 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 right. <laughs> All right, well, hang on a sec. Let me, let me just okay, get, let me get, let me get ready. Oh, he's right. popping the collar. Yep. Yep. Oh, he's putting the hood on. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's in the hood. Right. Now, oh, now you're ready. Now I'm ready. Full, covered up the mouth. <laughs> Is this a stealth mission? Because <laughs> you already told us who you are. <laughs> you know, when I was a little kid, my brother always told me, you'd be a terrible spy. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he told me, don't ever be a spy and don't be a thief because you'd never get away with it. And you never have. And I never have. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Man, there's not a lot going on this week. No, it's a quiet week. You know what? I Looking at it, there was a bunch of trailers that we'll get to. But I really feel like it's kind of like one of those weeks where everything's gearing up. You're too close. They, they don't want to overhype. So you're too close for some things. You're too far away from other things. And, they're, cause, cause, and what I mean by too far away is I mean... The real push is going to happen when another movie comes out and they can throw their trailer in front of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So they're holding off a week or two to the big guys. Getting the, I, Surprisingly, for as good as I'm hearing Dungeons & Dragons is, I can't think of what they're going to throw in front of it. Like That seems like a prime opportunity. Mission Impossible. Oh. What's there up? you go. I'm not just pretty face, David. No, not much of that either. Or as my dad what? says, ah. you're not a pretty face. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, hold on a second. You <laughs> <laughs> got a great face for radio. <laughs> I have heard that one too many times. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. the opposite is you've got a great voice for radio. And I'm like, whoa, whoa what's, wait. wait. Only my voice? Right. <laughs> um, yeah, so Mission Impossible, I think, would be a good one to put on it. But I, th I agree with what you're saying. I look at it just as, like from a different angle, which is that like right now, like it's a rich time for movie going. Like we have a lot of like good solid movies in the building right now. Just off the top of my head, that some of the some of the titles that are playing on a single screen in a smaller theater. Mm, yeah. Av Avatar, Ant Man, Creed, Shazam, Scream. Jesus Revolution. Like these are, yeah. there are a lot of movies that are still like performing well. Yeah. So there's not a lot of room for multiple screens of like, like, so for example, we have a three o'clock champions or maybe it was a two o'clock cause it just started or maybe it was one forty-five. But my point is like, this is a popular movie. There's only two shows a day. 
and it's in a smaller theater. So right now there's 43 people sitting in a 50 person theater. Right. You know what I mean? So the only option. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, but I mean, it's great. It's 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 amazing. It's a wonderful place to be. My point is, there's a lot sort of to to what you're saying. There's a lot going on. And you sort of don't want to compete with all that's going on right now. Yeah. You know, so you don't want to drop your big news or your big trailer or anything like that. Unless you're, you know, Evil Dead Rise um, or Renfield, both of which come out in the next three or four weeks. Right. Um, are we waiting for another Super Mario trailer or have we seen the last one? I I guarantee you there's going to be more marketing for that. Oh, there's shit tons. <laughs> yeah. So I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there's another trailer. That movie is off the charts, by the I, way. I, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a trailer after it's out with, you know, with oh, all yeah, the, yeah. Like, kids are loving it. Yeah. All thing. this. And, and also maybe some spoilers. Yeah. And, you know, the Batman cameo. Right. Yeah. The Batman cameo. Right. I mean, the wonder as cameo. everyone knows, right. the big Batman Mario crossover. <laughs> right. That, that's from Mario six. It's too bad. Lego yeah. Batman is, is, in the DC universe. <laughs> it's too bad Lego Batman's Batman. Right. <laughs> if only he was his own character. Right. He could be anywhere. They could do a Lego Batman 2, though, right? I mean, they did. They, how, many, how many have they done? Two or three? I think they did two. Yeah. I don't know. Let's I don't, do three. I've actually never seen the Lego Batman movies. I've seen the Lego movies that he's in. The Lego Batman movie is freaking amazing. I hear it's really good. I oh don't my know why God. I've never watched it. The Lego movies are amazing, and they're one of the most, like... So this is... Okay. Surprisingly right. good Okay, movies. so this this lines up exactly with what we talked about last week about Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. Like, how are you going to make a movie about Legos? Right. Well, well, they did, and they're freaking great. Right. You know? Yeah. So... Boom. Sue me. Okay. Don't really. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Let me hang up a moment. My, my lawyer he, yeah. he pays for missed calls. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, there, so with all that said, the news this week was kind of not much. Mm. So I went through, I spent like an hour going through the news, mm. and I saw maybe 15 plus articles on this one subject. Mm -hmm. Right? And that subject is Shazam 2. Fury... The one oh, that just came out. Yeah. The one that's currently sold out down the hall. Is it really? Yeah. Get out. Mm-hmm. I, I won't. Anyway, not performing well. Right. In general. True. Even if it's sold out down the hall. It's only sold out because it's in a tiny theater. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the one show, right? <laughs> no, it's got a full schedule, but you're right. It, it definitely dropped. Right. Uh, it didn't perform, and people are throwing the blame all over the place. Uh, well, not all over the place. They're throwing the blame at two things. One, Dwayne The Rock Johnson for uh, his whole Black Adam thing and keeping Shazam out of Black Adam, keeping Black Adam out of this movie, and basically like forcing them to push this movie to the side, the executives. Mm. The other place they're, they're blaming it on is marketing for putting basically the whole big climax thing just as the trailer, mm. the big dragon fight as the trailer. Mm. Um, and then if you're not reading an article about that, you're reading an article about director reacts to bad feedback or actors have this to say in defense of the movie mm. or whatever. And it's just like, it paints a really sad picture, not necessarily like 
doesn't harm. I don't think it could do any more harm to the movie that it, you know. I think you're gonna see it. You're gonna see it. But I think that it's like, man, doesn't looks pretty bleak. This is another example of what we talked about last week, which is like why we are all so ready for DC to just get on with it. Yeah, and you exactly. al- and you almost feel like just take the rest of your movies except for Flash. Yeah, and. Scrap them. Scrap them. Or just put them online. And you've got all this. We're ready to move on. And then Zack Snyder announces that they're doing a trilogy screening of his Zack Snyderverse. Yeah, which turned out to be fake news. I thought I saw... Well, it might be no. real news, but I saw an article that they were screening in IMAX. Oh. And I forwarded the article to my official IMAX contact. Whoa. Who wrote me back and said that's not accurate. And then actually also showed a picture of their badge. Right, their IMAX official badge. Oh yeah, just seeing so you know the always. Yeah, oh they owe it because if I don't get a picture of the IMAX badge, I don't read the email. Right, you're like this is yeah, a, nah. this is, I don't know this is a real right. person. Right, right, right. Yeah, we run. A, I don't know if you know that, David. We run a pretty tight ship around here. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty. So Shazam, it's it's. Uh, how do you feel about Shazam these days? I mean, you've got full theaters, so are you like convincing yourself it's doing good? In the small theater? No. <laughs> no, not at all. No, no, it's selling out. I mean, it's the one show this today, but it's sell, it's sold out. <laughs> no, I, no, no, I feel terrible about Shazam. I, I feel the same way I felt last week, which is, you know, let's move on. Okay. You know, cool. but I mean, I think the thing, it's a little, like, it, it's a little bit, um, that's the word I'm looking for. Like, these are the problems we had in 2019. Yeah. You know, like... And it's great. Like, it's great to be back in the business. Like, the theaters have been super busy. There's so many titles to choose from. Good titles. Yeah. You know, that if you don't like the way Shazam went, or you're reading all this bad press about Shazam, great. Pick one of the other 13 titles. One of the other 13 really good titles, you know, that we're offering this weekend. Right. So, you know, this it's, like, stressful because, you know, I always want every movie to be massive. But... To be honest, and you know, I think, like, I don't know what this says about me, but maybe it's just like realistic. Is like, if Shazam was massive, I'd have trouble holding, you know, John Wick on three screens or two screens or right. you know whatever, you know. And then, like, I'm trying to make room for Super Mario, so Shazam dying off is just making that easy. Yeah, you know, it's going into its second week and it'll go into its third week and then it'll be gone. Hmm. See ya. Yeah, I mean it's it's it sucks, but that's just kind of like the business, you know. The good movies throw elbows, and and you know, at the every Monday, like I'm gonna come in on Monday morning, and I'm gonna print out the same sheet I print out every single Monday morning with all the grosses. And if you want to be here when Super Mario opens, then don't be at the bottom of that list. Hmm. It's a cold hard fact. I'll tell you something else that's going on. That we really missed an opportunity today at Penn <gasps> Cinema. No. No, it's true. We have no good kids' movies. We have a kids' movie that we talked about here. I think we watched a trailer, School for Magical Animals. It was like German. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's a, that's literally our only kids' movie. Really? Yeah, unless you count Shazam. I guess Fury of the... Or not, um, yeah, I guess Shazam could be kind of a kids' right. movie. But it has... We talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say... Is Dungeons and Dragons very much older? Which one? 
Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. No, I think Dungeons and Dragons does not count as a legit kids movie. Okay. It to me Dungeons too old. It's Dungeons too old. and Dragons is, reminds yeah. me of more like in the category of superhero movies, like Marvel movies, like uh, PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. You know, totally family appropriate. But right. I'm talking about like when you have an eight year old. Right. Take him to John Wick. Right. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine an eight year old in John Wick? I'm sure there's people who could write in and say they saw John Wick with an eight-year-old. Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. there were. Or younger in the theater. Right. I'm sure. But my question is not like, so forget the moral ramifications. Right. Forget how bad that kid's getting screwed up. Yeah. I'm just saying, what eight-year-old do you know that can sit through a two-hour and 49-minute movie? I don't know if you know this or not. I had to think about my friend's kids. I don't yeah. think I know any eight-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> So I can't say I know any. But probably not many, right? Right. Yeah. Right. All right. All right. Here's here's where I'm going with all this. Yeah. I was looking at our grosses this morning mm. and I'm booking I'm it's not confirmed yet. I sent the email requesting the booking, but they don't work seven days a week like we do. Mm. Um I'm booking uh, minions, Rise of Gru for next week till till Super Mario opens. Really? Yep. Where, look, Mario the second week of April or April fifth, baby. Oh snap. Yeah. So Crackle. Super Mario, if you're a Family Guy, I'm gonna or not Super Mario, um, Minions, I'm gonna bring it back seven dollars a ticket. Wow! All seats, all shows. Whoa! Yeah, get so in. So that'll be nice. It's time. Well, moving on to our big news of the week: <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife Two. Boom! I can't uh, go anywhere without people asking me about this movie. I know, right? Yeah. It started filming. Yeah. But oh, the, thank God. But the bigger news, come on. Numajani. Is that how you say his last name? And I'm not trying to like butcher it. I'm legit struggling to say yeah, it. I have no idea. Uh, he was in Eternals. We love him. Okay. He's, he's great. Yeah. Um, but I just struggle with that last name. Yeah. Uh, him and Danny DeVito, who I don't struggle with the last name. No, because it's an easy to say name. Both been cast in Ghostbusters Afterlife 2, the after afterlife. <laughs> is, is Danny DeVito quietly having a renaissance? Uh, he's been back for ages. Uh, Always sunny in Philadelphia brought that boy back a little hard. Bit, a little bit. Like, I would contend that in the last six months, his name, I have seen more of him in the last six months than I have in the previous 10 years. Hmm. Here's the thing. He's always been a part of your life. Oh, baby. He just didn't look down. <laughs> and finally, like this is the most surprising news that I found this week. Mm. A Haunting in Venice, which is the third in the... Uh, Kenneth Ragnar's Agatha Christie series, a murder. You know what I'm talking about? I'm 100. I'm following you. I'm just thinking it's such a funny name, Ragnar. Ragnar. Nah, bra. Ragnar. Ragnar. Bra. Uh, it's the third movie, which I knew that they had talked about making. But if I like, when do you think that's coming out? I have no clue. A long time. Right. Yeah. You think because because we just watched Death on the Nile. Yeah. And it wasn't even like that was what it was one of the first post-pandemic movies right. out, so it did whatever. David, last week I shared with you mm. that it was already March, mm. right? It's almost April. I'm saying. Now, this week I feel like I want to share with you, we are currently, as we speak, mm. like, no kidding, I'm not trying to be overdramatic. No. But, like, just the fact, the calendar doesn't lie. Mm. And we are actually in the year 2023. No. Oh, we're well into it. No. It is underway. Come on. I remember, already? I remember I had a tape. 
from a concert in 1989. 19 and I got I got that tape and I thought to myself, "Oh my god. I can't believe we're already in 1989." And that felt like it was like five minutes ago. My point is, Death on the Nile is now two years old. Get out of town. I'm saying, you said it came out after a pandemic. It came that out- That was two years ago? In 21. Oh my, it was one of the first, like, yeah. it feels like, I guess we had just such a slow roll yeah. at the beginning. And I know that not a lot of people saw it because of everything going on, but I didn't even realize that they had started anything with the next one. But okay, okay, I'm sorry. I got a little ahead of ourselves. It came out in 2022, but it was early 22. Yeah, but here's the other thing. It was February. Here's why you could say that, because they started advertising right, bef- like I think before the pandemic hit, and then we sat knowing Death on the Nile was coming for like two years, and yet there was nothing we could do about it. Right. Right, and which is so crazy because we felt like we knew that was coming so far in advance. A haunting in Venice. They're talking about it's having a September release, and it's going to release early at the Venice Film Festival. They're saying haunting in Venice opens in September of twenty twenty three. Yeah, crazy, right? And and the craziest part is, I'm like, how do we not have a trailer? Right, because we had the, and I wonder if it's because Death on the Nile was. It, they put the trailer out so far in advance and everything. Yeah. So. Oh my God. I like these. I like these movies. I know people I, I, are kind of back and forth on them, but I like them. No, no. We, depends on a podcast. I don't know if you remember. Hmm. We had that meeting. Oh, the with, one last week? Yeah, with the board. Yeah. No, I think it was a few weeks before that. Oh, the, the was, one with the charcuterie board. Yes, it was yeah. the special yeah. charcuterie board meeting and also with the executive board. Yeah. And we took, we passed that motion and had the discussion and passed the official, we love all these Agatha Christie movies. Right. Especially because of Kenneth Bragnabra. And that mustachio. Mustachio. Now listen, here's, here's the news I want to share with you. Yeah. Now you have had the luxury many times. Mm, so many times. Of having some amazing biggest movie of the year opening on your birthday. Mm, that's true. Um, and it's not just like a gift, it's kind of a right. Correct. <laughs> and I think on one of those openings, you even had a sold out IMAX theater sing you happy birthday. Oh, that's true. Is that true? Yeah, that's yeah. true. And right. there was a cake. And there and was everything. a gigantic cake. Yeah. That was Harry Potter. It was Harry right? Potter. Yeah. I don't remember which one, but yeah. Yeah, I think it was 7A. Yeah. Anyway, A Haunting in Venice opens on my birthday. Get out of town. What's up? No way. It's true. What a better way to celebrate you than a murder. (laughs) (laughs) That checks out. That checks out. Uh, No, murder mystery. Murder mystery. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I got distracted. (laughs) 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 So good. Uh, All right. We're going to have to have a... uh, That's going to be fun. That... I'm not going to be here that weekend. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I literally, I literally have an Ironman race that weekend in Maryland. On your birthday. You had a race last year on your birthday too, didn't you? Well, both years, the race is the day after my birthday. Uh, Last year it was the day after and this year it's also the day after. Week. Yeah. <laughs> says, the, says the guy to the Iron Man. <laughs> right. 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 Uh, what can I say? I'm soft. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the news fit to print. Uh,
get into trailers. You want to lead us on on this? We have eight. Oosh. Well, we have seven and a really great TV show. <laughs> okay. 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 Should we start with the TV one? Yeah. Just to get it out of the way. The made-for-TV movie is called Rye, Rye Lane. R-Y-E. Now, this is funny. Oh, no, this is... This, no, no, no. Go ahead. Rye Lane, um, this... This looks like kind of like a coming of age story. What's interesting about this is this is a searchlight movie. Mm. So, you know, we have, I have never seen a searchlight movie that was bad. I've seen searchlight movies that maybe I didn't love or I didn't like or, you know, whatever. But searchlight is known for making really good quality movies. So mm. I was really surprised to see that this one got sent over to Hulu, you know, which is part of the Disney family. So that's all good. But, um, this looks like a great kind of like a coming of age story. It's like this boy meets this girl because she happens to overhear him sobbing in the restroom. And um, I, I, I don't really know what the plot is about. It kind of has like a super bad vibe, you know, type yeah, of thing. Yeah, it seems like they kind of fall in love while helping each other get through. Th well, she's mostly helping him get yeah. through. Problematic relationships. Pro yeah. I'm psyched to see this movie. I'm 100% on board. It, yeah, it does look pretty good. Yeah. I watch it in my living room on the TV where apparently they wanted everyone to enjoy it from. Yeah. I didn't see that part, but, uh, it's right there. You didn't, I just was, uh, it's the last frame of the trailer. Yeah. Well, well, um, the next one I have on here is probably the most shark related movie of the week. <laughs> of all the most shark related. Yeah. 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 No, that's a, it's a tough call. But right. I, I think you're right. I yeah, would, I of would, all of them. No, you're right. Of these yeah. eight. Of these eight. This is the most shark related. Most sharky. Yeah. This is the sharkiest of them all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Black Demon. Right. And apparently there's a shark off the coast of Mexico or some place like Mexico. You know, I like how they, I don't mean to interrupt you, but just while we're setting the stage. Mm. I, you know how a lot of times at the beginning of a trailer they say based on a true story? Yeah. At the beginning of this trailer they said based on a Mexican legend. Right. Yeah, and I, I, th like, I thought that was cool. I thought yeah. that was kind of like, okay, all right. all right, all right. We're not yeah. saying it's a true story, but we're saying it's a true Mexican legend. Mm, we're saying that someone told a legend similar to this. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So basically there's an oil rig. Yep. And this guy's going out to inspect and everyone there is is dead except for a little dog. And if that little dog dies, Oh my God, I am not, that could be the only survivor. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. Right. Right. There's a little dog yep. and a man are left and he's like, the waters are cursed. The oil rig, there's, yeah. there's a giant, there's a giant shark. And it is giant as shark at the end when they show it coming out of the yeah. water. Oh my God. That's bigger than jaws. Yeah. It's huge. It, huge. Huge. They'd even say, um, what I'll say about this movie, please, is it definitely looks like a movie that won't play here. Correct. Yeah. Right. Um, it, it, yeah. I was surprised it wasn't like a directed DVD movie. So let me ask you this: this yeah. this <laughs> this movie reminded me of all those movies we played in the fall of 2020. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we like, needed anything. Like, yeah. Yes, I'll play anything. Please. Right. Yeah. Of course we'll show that. Absolutely. I got theater five. No problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's got a, oh, it's got a shark? Great. We'll take yeah, two screens. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me ask you this. And this is like on the honor system. Hmm. All right. 
no lion. The lion comes later. Yeah. If, if I said to you, we're watching a trailer and it stars Josh Lucas. I wouldn't know who that is. Yeah. Okay, good. Me yeah. neither. So this trailer for this movie, the shark movie, stars Josh Lucas. Mm. And when I looked, I'm, I'm watching the trailer and I'm like, oh, that's that guy. Him. You know what I mean? Like he's one of those actors. Yeah. He does you know, look familiar. When he's in a him. lot of movies. You've seen him before. Yeah. He, you always like him. He's good. But he's not. I didn't know who. I had to look up who he was. Speaking of oil rigs. Yes, please. A uh, few weeks ago after recording, I was like, I'm going to get my oil changed. Oh, yeah. Went down the street. Everybody does that. Everybody knows. That's the perfect thing. Right. Podcast oil change. Yeah. Hand in hand. Right, right. Right? Duh. So, and I'm sitting there because they're backed up. And you get your oil changed weekly, right? Bi-weekly. Yeah, like me. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Yeah. I mean, I mean, perfect. No, if your oil's dirty, you're doing it wrong. I'm saying. Yeah. And... <laughs> I'm, they're backed up. We're waiting, and some everyone there has been there way longer than me, right? And they're starting to filter out. But the guy right before, who's leaving right before me, he's decided that it's time to talk to everybody. Oh God! Why? And Why? <laughs> Why, Fran? It, it, we had a long period of time of quiet, and then oh. all, the, all of a sudden, he's just like. I'm going to talk to everyone. Wait, are you in the cars or you're in your waiting room? We're in the waiting room. Oh, God. At that's the Landis oh, no. place up here. No, don't. And he's... That's a little waiting room. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably like eight of us in there. Oh, my God. And he's 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 nice. Sure. Not... not. Yeah. yeah. I, but he's like... Starts going off and then he singles on to me because everyone else is right on the way out. And he's like, I work on an oil rig. And I'm two years away from retiring, and I put my kids through college, and these young kids, they can't handle the oil rig. But the way that he was talking to me about it, it's like, these these kids, because I forget sometimes that I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't look like I'm 20 anymore, so he's like, these young kids. Right. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> can't you see my Marvel shirt that I'm literally wearing? Do you not know <laughs> I'm a man child? <laughs> Right, and and he's like, these these kids, they can't handle it. They they only last a year or two. It's like I've been at it for twenty three years. Ah, perfect. And I just like ah, <laughs> I just stand there with a little joystick and I just connect the tubes. And uh, he's like, I get paid like fifty seven dollars an hour, and I'm only home uh, a week and a half every two months. But they, as soon as I get to the airport, they start paying me, and I stay overnight. They fly me to Texas, and then from there I get on a helicopter. I heard all about the helicopter. And to the point where I'm like, is he trying to recruit me? Like, did he look at me and say, Yeah, this is an oil guy. I, two, I got two years. Yeah. I got to get my replacement right, right. on the rig and set up. And I was like, do I look like an oil man? <laughs> and then I was like, what if I was just covered in oil right now? Is that my new look? <laughs> is that me? I can see you on an oil rig. Right? <laughs> It'd be great. And I'd be like, yeah, I've been doing this for 23 years. Right. I put my kids through college. They've never seen me. Why but do, I did it. Why do old men feel the need to tell their life story to strangers in the oil shop? The best part was, he's like, <laughs> he's like, two years. He's like, all my job is, is I go like this. He, he just showed himself oh moving God. his arm left and right. He said, but once I retire, 
Oh boy. It's all this. And he just made a drinking. Oh my God. (laughs) Dare to dream, buddy. Dare to dream. Do it. You know, he would be, you could tell that he's like alone for six and a half weeks. (laughs) It's like him and three other dudes on the ship. He's going to come home when he retires and be a Walmart greeter. (laughs) Because he doesn't know what to do with himself. Yeah. 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 Nice guy, though. That's terrific. <laughs> All right. I'm really happy that you made a friend. I don't think you had to invite him to our recording today. <laughs> I, I mean, is that I, awkward for I, you? I mean, fair enough. He's being very good and quiet. He, well, he, he, hasn't, know, he hasn't interrupted yet. He needs to know I'm oil recording material. <laughs> right. He's got to see me in action. It's the test. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice him at first. Did you not notice I'm also covered in oil right now? <laughs> You know, I didn't want to draw that to, you know, attention to I'm that. I'm trying to move the faders, my right. hands. <laughs> I thought I smelled a slight odor of <laughs> motor, motor That's oil. That's why you were like, hey, I'm going to light up my cigar. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, that's why it's been a little weird today because it's the first episode we've ever done where I haven't had a cigar throughout. You know. <laughs> the whole thing. Right, it, it feels different, doesn't it? usually... Wolverine. Usually, time. I can't see you through the <laughs> through the <smoke>. haze. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next movie on our trail was Renfield, the final trailer. Speaking of Wolverine, Wolverine. Yeah. Well, he's Beast, but it's close. Yeah. X Men. Renfield's final trailer. This had more of the movie in it, and I still think it looks good. I am on board because yeah. of this trailer. Oh, yeah. This is yeah. the one that made you come on board? Yep. Yep. Okay. This is the one I was like, oh, I see what's going on here. I'm in. I like, I mean, Aquafina's great. She's the best. And I like that there was some of her signature. Like, what is she? He clearly, like, goes brutal on all these guys right. and kills them. And she's like, you know, when people say, I've seen worse, this is my worst. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> For the rest of my life, this will be what I mean when I say I've seen worse. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> no, she's she's amazing. And who's the guy that's not Nick Cage? Do we know? Do we know? Anyway. Yeah, he was Beast. And he was in uh, Warm Bodies. I can't remember, I never remember yeah. his name. But he's he's been in a lot of things. This I have to admit. I poo-pooed this movie. <gasps> it's true. I feel bad. Man, we're not even in the bathroom. You want to talk about <laughs> <like> that? <laughs> so... But now I'm on board. Now I'm like, mm. okay, I'm, I'm I booked it at all three locations. Okay, and we're gonna play the hell out of it, and I'm gonna watch it. This is one of those movies that'll either be like a really good, bring the teenagers in, movie. Yeah, and like it just kind of, hopefully yeah. with Aquafina, and or it's gonna be a really big like everyone loves it comedy. Could be. Yeah, I don't know which one. Like Zombieland. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. has a zombie. It could go vibe. either way. It could right. be just for teenagers, or yeah. It could, yeah. So, well, another movie looked looked good. Um, one day as a lion. This one surprised me. I was like, "Oh, this will look made to v- for TV." But then, like, the actors got some pretty good actors in it. Scott Kahn, yeah, whose father recently passed away, and uh, James Kahn, James Kahn, and his mom Shaka mm-hmm. Kahn. Mm-hmm. Shaka's yeah. still with us. Okay, thank God. Yeah, thank God. And um, and their uncle Comic Kahn, Comic Kahn, Comic Kahn, yeah. <laughs> You got one, Dave, or did I win that? Well, you didn't talk about the cousin that no one likes to talk about. Who's that? The artistic one. Oh. I forget her name. 
My brain. <laughs> it's it's the con artist. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> the one in the yes, family. Yes, the yes, yes, yes. The artsy one. Yeah. Right. I forgot about her. Yeah. yeah, but she's good. She's good. She's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went in for the joke and then I forgot it. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It also had um the guy who plays Alfred and um Farmers and Here's the deal. JJ Here's Joe. the deal. This movie release so it's from Lionsgate. Yeah. Which we love. Oh, and there's a theme here in these movies this week of cowboys. It's from Lionsgate, which we love. Yeah. But I'd never heard of this movie before. No. It releases the same day as Super Mario. What? So in other words, it's not going to get a real no. theatrical release. No. I don't know where this is streaming, but they're sneaking it in as a real movie, but it's it's really going to be a TV show. But I agree with you. It looked great. Yeah. And Scott Kahn is a stud. It's, I mean, yeah. he, he looked great. It, what, it's a... Uh, uh, there was the funny thing where like so he's he's a is he a hitman yeah and he doesn't take out the guy right that he's supposed to right and it causes trouble right and he forms a relationship with a waitress down on her luck right. his mom's rich and he meets the mom and the waitress is like I've known her my whole life she sees you for ten minutes and she wants to write you a check right <laughs> <laughs> yeah no this movie looks really great yeah if it wasn't so crowded on April seventh. I would reach out to Lionsgate and ask for it, but I'm not gonna. Here's a, here's an A24 film. Yes, yeah, starring Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, it's called "You Hurt My Feelings." It simultaneously looks like a movie I really will enjoy and a movie I don't want to watch. I definitely want to see this movie. I don't think it does business. It might. That's what I mean by it yeah. might because of Julia Louis Dreyfus. I think if I watch this movie, I'm going to like it a lot. But there's nothing about this that says go to the theater. Well, it depends what I didn't notice what date it comes out. Mm. This is right now. We're playing a movie called Moving On, which we showed the trailer for, mm -hmm. or we talked about the trailer, um, and we're showing a movie called A Good Person, and. We recently just stopped showing, um, uh, there was another one, Otto, Man Called Otto. Oh, yeah. And these are all these movies that 80 for Brady, you know, they're like not elderly, but like an older audience. Right. You know, and I could see me, like if it's the right date, I could see us booking this movie, playing it clean for a week, and then holding it for matinees. You know what I mean? And it'll find that audience. But this movie here, um, it really strikes me as... Um, I think the target audience is like guys and people, couples in their like fifties, mm. you know what I mean? Which eliminates a whole demographic. Like nobody in their twenties is really going to want to watch this movie. Yeah. I love the premise though. So it's all about like the little lies you tell mm -hmm. the people you love. Like um, prime example is someone who's an actor and you just are like, oh, you, just, you did so good. It's amazing. Yeah. Or your music. I just love your music. When in reality, yeah, and it doesn't. It, I think the thing here is like it, it like non lies that aren't meant to be, that because you're afraid of being hurtful, right? Um, and I, there's a part where I guess I think the the Julie Lewis drives is a writer, and the idea is that her husband doesn't like her writing, right? Right. There's other things too, but right. and she finds out, and um, after years and years and years, yeah. and. He's just like, but I love you so much. And she's like, well, great, fine. Okay, well then, great. Yeah, and she's like, clearly, 
that makes up for everything. Yeah, it's I I I do want to see this movie. I do just you remember know. she did a movie years ago? It was his second to last movie of all time. He did a, she did a movie with um, uh, James Gandolfini. What was it called? I forget the name of it, but it was exact. It was very similar to this. Mm. It was a drama that had like a little bit of a com- comedic comedic edge to mm. it. Um, at the end of the movie, they're both sitting on the front porch. You don't have like a visualization of this movie. No. Um, I can picture it in my mind. I forget the name of the movie, but it's the same type of thing. And she just kills in these in these roles. You know, where it's a little bit edgy. It's it's a drama. There's some dark humor because her comic timing. Obviously, she's legendary. Right. Um, so anyway, yeah. All right, the next movie we have on here is um, based off of an anime, mm. and it looks like it belongs at the bottom of the Netflix recommended list. Would you say it's uh, like a live action anime? I would say it is a live action anime. Okay. And somehow it looks worse. <laughs> it's called Knights of the Zo- Knights of Zodiac, mm. put out by Sony. And um, imagine like Pierce, Percy Jackson, Maze Runner time, when those movies were like coming out, like the quality, and then like dial it back a bit. Mm-hmm. And there you go. Reincarnation of the gods and their protectors. That's about all you need to know with kids. You have anything to say about this? Sony is one of my favorite studios. Really? Yeah. Is it because of Venom? <laughs> yes, oh, yes. It's Morbius. It's it's Venom. Yeah. It's yeah. all Venom, baby. Oh, wow. I was I I just pulled up why oh, we we were going through an audit last week and I had to pull up documentation of why we paid whatever we paid to each studio. And I found the check that we wrote to Venom to to Sony for Venom. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, I should text a picture of this to you." <laughs> <laughs> this is how much I loved Venom. Right, right. Yeah. All right, next trailer up is Transformers 7, Rise of the Beasts, which opens on June 9th. And David, how did we come across this trailer? Um, well. Did we have it, like, well in advance? No. I think uh, this is, like, our hot scoops or yeah, hot scoop. large poops section. Yeah. I don't know which one it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. And uh, someone found this. Oh, it came out like four hours ago. Well, I would assume that would be you. You would think. Because you're the only one in the show who watches movies. Right. According to some people. Right. Right. It's true. But or in, knows how to use the internet without right, getting fooled. Right. But right. in fact, you... I missed it. You missed it. Yeah. So one of us had like the scoop of the of the week, and that's why my friend from the oil rig is right, here. Right, right. Well, I see I see him over there rolling his eyes, <laughs> He's like, Come on, nodding and grinning. Yeah, you know, twenty three years in the oil rig. Well, what you don't know is yeah. when you stepped out of the room hmm. earlier, me, <laughs> me and your boy, right? me and oil rig, <laughs> oil rig Rick. I wish we had established his name. <laughs> Me and Oil Rig Guy yeah. had bonded O-R-G. over this trailer. Yeah. So I got to confess, Yeah. just because we're nothing if not transparent on this show. Right. It was actually not me that found this trailer. <gasps> it was, in fact, Oil Rig Guy. <laughs> oil <laughs> you know? Rig Guy. Yeah. Yeah. So good True. on you, buddy. Well Way to done. go. Way to go. He's clapping, but he's covered in oil, no, so you right. can't really hear it. <laughs> he's, he's, every time he smacks his hands together, it slips. It's like, <laughs> and he's making a damn mess out yeah. of Drew's desk. It's splattering all yeah. over the place. Oof. 
Um, this trailer had some new scenes in it. Oh, wait. What trailer are we talking about? Uh, Transformers 2 Rise of the Beast. Seven. Yeah. Right. Transformers 7. Right. Rise of the Beast. Right. Yeah. That looked like a two. It looks like a two, but yeah, a little dyslexic. Uh, now, before I, I'm sorry to keep dragging this out, yeah, but because yeah, because yeah, yeah, I really yeah, want yeah. I want to hear what you think yeah. about this trailer. Yeah, are you surprised? Are you up to speed that we are now on the seventh Transformers movie? And here's the thing. Here's what I want to say. Talk to me. This is what went through my head while watching this this trailer. Yeah, hit me. Why do they make me want to watch this every single time? And like I've been hurt. It's like the worst. Am I just like prone to be in horrible relationships forever? Because it's like every, oh this time it could be all right. It's not looking as bad as I remember. Oh yeah, it's gonna it's be been great. A while since I've seen it, you know. Maybe they changed. It's going to be great. I mean, last time it wasn't as worse the time before. This time it's going to be different. <laughs> yeah. Right. They're, they wouldn't hurt me again. No. <laughs> they wouldn't hurt they me. They swore. Uh, six, uh, six times? They swore they wouldn't. You got to change habits eventually, eventually right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The first Transformers was one of my all-time favorite theatrical experiences. Oh, yeah, I love the first I'm, one I'm not so saying much. it's my favorite movie or whatever, and I'm not even yeah. sure I've seen it since whatever year it came out. But I remember the first time I... I remember when that movie came out. I remember watching it and being, like, blown away. Like, it was yeah. so fun, yeah. so fresh. It was amazing. Yeah, first one, oh, so good. Yeah. If you haven't seen the first Transformers... I highly recommend it. Even if Transformers oh, yeah. aren't your thing, and you just yeah, like, yeah. but if you like blockbusters, it is just a good time. I, Ign I ignore stand the by fact that. that, and all the others exist. I stand by that. That's yeah. a great point. If you yeah. are listening to the show, and you and and you're right, that's a perfect way to categorize the genre. This is a blockbuster. You know, it's a predict semi predictable action. You know, fun, crazy movie. Transformers. Uh, when did it come out? Like oh eight, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Yeah, but. Uh, All right. So, David, hey, whatever the new the new trailer for Transformers Seven: Rise of the Beasts, which opens which opens on June 9th. There's a big standee for it downstairs. Big gigantic standee. Huge. Which, by the way, kudos to Brooke and her team Oof. who put that beast together. Way to go, Brooke! See what it did there. Yeah, yeah beast. <laughs> the beast. Ah, uh, you get right down to the beast of the matter. What's up? Oh my god! Oh, he's in the hood now. <laughs> Watch out! All right, David. Yeah. Quit fooling around mm. and tell the good people what you thought of this trailer. Uh, it had some new spots that I thought were uh, fun to look at. I even, we started and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa and I re rewound a little bit. Mm. Um, then there was one part, I don't, I think it's, <sighs> I pray that it's supposed to be a flashback with, with Optimus like walking in front of it, mm. like real Optimus walking, but it looked like horrible green screen but i was like how are they doing horrible green screen with an already cg character like what what's what? <laughs> it hurt my brain for like 30 seconds but is that a is the kid a new character is that yeah. new to us okay also he's like i'm just a kid i'm like are you not 20 yeah you <laughs> like, look he looked old but yeah. there was a cool the the scene or the the little clip that i liked the best in this trailer is when they're speeding down the street and he hops out while yeah. it transforms back into a, a robot from right. being a car. Like that was pretty slick. The transformations look really good. Yeah. Um, I guess the I think we spoke of this with the, a previous trailer, but one of the things they're trying to do, from what I understand, is 
longer shots of transformations, which you got in the first one. Oh, yeah. And then after that, it was constant cuts to real close-ups. You never right. really saw right. the transforming. Right. And that's the whole fun of it. Yeah. Yeah, like how does this thing fit inside that other thing? Robots in disguise. Well, Yeah. Now that's a tagline. Well, that was the original tagline from the the show. Remember? More no, than meets the eye. I do. I'm just oh. being stupid. <laughs> All right, run us through this last trailer that I didn't watch and will never watch. Well, not with that kind of attitude, you won't. Mm, that's true. Evil Dead Rise mm -hmm. is a horror movie that I will also never see. Right. It looks scary and creepy as hell. And what makes this one on like a next level yeah. is that the mother is the one who's like, what, I guess possessed or mm -hmm. the demon or something. There's, I can't tell if it's a demon or a whole extra like person. Well, Evil Dead, yeah, it's a whole thing. Anyway, the whole movie takes place with her and her daughter and her sister. Right. So there's the daughter and Aunt Beth basically fighting this thing. Yeah. And it looks scary as hell. The you know how at the end of the trailer it gives you like the the names like it it spells out like the the name of the movie but they put like one word on the screen at a time, and so this one says like evil dead rise and then it comes on and says of the mother, and I was like oh snap Ooh. that's pretty creepy, so I mean that opens uh, the week after Renfield, so, well, well. I saw a meme today that I think applies to this, and it was like horror fans after watching dozens of movies and then finally seeing a good one, and there was just a guy giving a, like a solemn <laughs> thumbs up, like yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well that's all the trailers that's fit to print. Yeah, all right, you ready to talk about the movie this week? Please. We watched John Wick Four, which I realized didn't it used to have a a yeah, subtitle. I thought it did, but it doesn't. No. Now. No, now it's JW4. J. J. Dubs. Quattro. What did you think of Jonathan Wickerthun, the fourth? Uh, I loved it. <gasps> With some caveats. <gasps> I read a really interesting article today. <laughs> You don't read. <laughs> read. <laughs> the article was posted on IndieWire.com. Mm -hmm. And the gist of the article was all about how um, blockbuster movies are, they had the data showing how blockbuster movies are getting longer and longer. And directors are returning to the era of the longer the movie, the better the movie. Mm. And they're sort of saying it's an unintended consequence of streaming because the movie, the movie makers sort of have this like um, free license, free reign might be the wrong word, but um, it's just a really interesting article. And it, it goes all the way back to like in the 1950s when movies were like three hours long, four hours long, you know, and it talks about Gone with the Wind, whatever year that came out. Was that... I think that was in the 30s maybe, but mm -hmm. um, point being, the the recent length, you know, you and I have talked over the last few weeks or last few months about, you know, oh, these movies are so long, Avatar's long, and this other movie's long, we've had long movies, and now John Wick's long. And I feel like I shouldn't be so quick to judge that 
um, this article was referencing an era in the 50s when it was a real um, uh, like privilege thing. Like it was like, um, uh, what's that word? I'm drawing a blank, but it was like extra special if the movie was super long. Like that's how you knew it was a good movie. Like mm-hmm. Godfather, you know, everybody knows that's a long movie. Godfather 2 was, ne- was even longer. You know what I mean? And now they're talking about um, Oppenheimer is going to come in at a full three hours. 180 minutes. So all of this is to say I had some trepidation about it being so long, but sure enough, the length didn't bother me. Like I, I felt like it was interesting enough and fun enough and crazy enough that like it was cool. Mm. My, so my caveat, the one thing that I sort of hold back is in a way, this was a pizza movie Yeah, in the sense that like, this is exactly like every other John Wick movie we've ever seen. Right. The craftsmanship of the stunts. Oh my God. Was up another level. And that's yeah. what held your attention. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I have a love hate relationship with this and it's not even really hate. Uh, did I like this movie? Yes. I liked it a lot. Um, my problem is that it's gotten a little stale for me. So you you want to talk about the big spoiler? Well, we'll get there. Okay. But so, and I think one of the big things that held me from fully enjoying this movie, and it's my own fault, is I thought I could go into this movie without a recap. And the movie started, Mm. and I instantly was like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Mm. Like, I don't remember. I thought I would. Mm. I thought I had it down, because I like the John Wick movies. But it started, and I was like, all of a sudden, I was like, oh, shoot, I don't remember how the third one ended at all. Mm. Like, I don't remember what's going on. Yeah. Like, and it took me a while to just be okay with, like, I just can't remember. And that's fine. Yeah. You want me to bring you up to speed? Mm. All right, here's what happened. At the end of John Wick 1, mm-hmm. he was on the outs with a whole community of hitmen. Right. A whole, he like... excommunicado. He was, like, a, a whole um, universe of hitmen. That would be the word we would use, right? When mm-hmm. we have, like, a universe of, like, you know, there's the Batman universe, and then there's the Iron Man universe, and, like, right? We'll come back to that, but yeah. Okay. So at the end of John Wick 1, he's on the outs with this whole universe. Mm -hmm. And then on John Wick 2, he has to go through a seemingly insurmountable and incredibly challenging series of events to get back on good good footing. Right. At the end of, but there's a series of unintended consequences. And at the end of episode of uh, the second movie, he finds himself on the outs with this universe of hitmen. At the end of the second one? Yeah. And then he comes into the third one and he has to fight in seemingly insurmountable odds, and un- there's no way he could do this, pull this off, series of events to get himself back in good standing. But then through a series of unintended consequences and things he couldn't see coming, he finds himself at the end of the third movie on the outs with the universe of hitmen and violent bad guys. So then you come to the fourth movie where he finds himself on the outs and he comes back to a seemingly insurmountable unbelievable there's no way seemingly impossible challenge to find himself in good standing at the end of the fourth movie is there any part where is he's challenged <laughs> that's the that's the whole that's the whole, that's, thing. That's the whole thing yeah the whole no, all right. four movies straight 
is 26 guys shooting at him or beating on him and him. And here's the thing. The movies take place in a very short period of time. Right. It's always like by tomorrow at six. Yeah. Right. Which I, I do like that. I guess there was a decent amount of time between three and four because he has to heal. Or does he? Because he basically right. gets hurt just the same and he's fine. Anyway. my So, so I want to talk about my issues with this movie, but I want to remem- remind you that I did like it. I think it's good. I had a good time. I would recommend this movie. Yeah, I would say if you like the other ones, you should not yes. miss this one. Yes. I don't I, know I, if I would recommend it if you haven't seen the other ones. Okay, I disagree with that. No? Totally. Yeah. Dis- I totally disagree with that. Yeah? Do I need to expand? I mean, I thought you were going to. No, I, I don't want to expand. I just want to say that I do not think you need to have seen any John Wick movies. Mm. Because either way, it's a good guy against a world of bad guys. It's only because it opens with him are you ready to get back in or whatever? The opening scene really threw me for, if it wouldn't been for that opening scene with him, like punching the board at the very beginning. Oh, right, right, right. Then I would agree with you. But that scene is awkward enough that it just, I was like, what's going on? Yeah. See here again, you're asking too many questions. Mm, I think you asked too little here. You're right. I definitely do. That's what Amy tells me all the time. Because, like, somebody will have, like, a baby, and I'll be like, oh, Billy had a baby. And Amy's like, oh, great, what's their name? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't ask. <laughs> oh, is it a boy or a girl? Uh, uh, I feel like I should they have definitely that. definitely had it. <laughs> they had it, all right. She always, for years and years and years, has complained that, like, I never get the appropriate amount of information. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll come home with some, like, news announcement about something cool that happened to somebody. And then she has, like, 17 follow-up questions, <laughs> <laughs> to which I know zero of them. <laughs> Speaking of Amy... I had the well, I had the good fortune. Yeah. And we'll get back to John Wick. Yeah. Post haste. Okay. I had the good fortune of having dinner with her last night. No. My wife. Yeah. Your was, wife. Yeah, it was just the two of us. Of all. The it was so nice. We went to Fiorentino's. Oh. And it was just great. Fiorentino's I think is is a great restaurant. You know, mm-hmm. I I think I don't think people give it enough credit, but anyway, we went to Fiorentino's. It was great. We're sitting there and we're talking about the movies. Right? We don't often, I mean, believe it or not, we don't often talk about the movie, like how it's going at the theater and what movies are out and all this kind of stuff. And she's like, so what's the, what's big right now? Like what's coming out this weekend? What are, you know? And I said, oh, it's John Wick. And she goes, who's John Wick? <laughs> I said, honey, it's John Wick 4. 4. <laughs> it's, four. it's not, not even like a new right? It's not even a new franchise. Like this is a huge movie franchise that we have played all of them in our theater many times. Yeah. Like I feel like this should be a household and she was like, "No, I never heard of it." Never heard of it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. All right, so anyway, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. We went way off track. You were trying to get to the point your problem with the John Wick. Yeah, okay. So I love the first one so much right every th- everybody did i think what makes the first one so great is it's like oh there's this underground world under ours right there's this mysterious assassin world underneath our world and the second one is like well this assassin world's really complex mm, there's right. these coins there's a and table the, and the table and that's where it kind of starts to go off the rails 
to the point now, John Wick 4, this is just a video game. Right. This is not... Right. There's no point of this that makes it relatable anymore. Right. Because, first off, they're in the Arc to Triumph, and they're going around in circles, shooting each other. Traffic doesn't stop. No. Nobody, like, bystanders are just running into people, and tra nobody stops traffic. They're at a nightclub. They're shooting each other. And the people clubbing, they don't stop dancing. No, why would they? Or look. They're just like... Didn't you learn anything from Hairspray? You can't stop the beat. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And then they pretend at the end that they're all rushing out of the theater, out of the club. And I'm like, why? Like, they were just dancing a second ago when he murdered someone in front of them. Yeah. No, like, I think you, you used the exact correct phrase. This is now just a video game. Yeah. He falls, like, out of a building hard enough... Oh, my God. ...to collapse the roof of a vehicle. Three or four stories. Yeah. Collapses the roof of the vehicle, bounces off, hits the ground, and then he gets up. Right. What you were going to say about how much you love John John Wick One, I didn't want to interrupt you because you were on a roll, mm. and I agree with what you said. Yeah, it it was great because there's this whole underworld and there's rules and there's you know a hotel, you know it's all this cool stuff. But the other thing that was great about John Wick One, which is no longer present in the John Wick movies, is like the freshness of this character. Yeah. Like like the depth of the character, his backstory, his story in general, his relatedness, his vulnerability in a sense. It kind of reminds me of like a lot of people like Batman because Batman has no superpowers. Right. You know, he his commitment to his craft, his training, he went he goes up in the mountains and brings a dandelion to some bad guy or something like that and does all this stuff and earns the strength and the the you know, fortitude to be Batman. And John Wick has done that. But now, like you said, now, like, and this sort of blends into my pet peeve about, which we've talked about this on the show a lot, which is like, I just can't, I can't with the 26 people shooting at him. Nobody can hit him. Right. Or, and, well, it, they sure they can hit him, but now his clothes are all bulletproof. Okay, but why doesn't somebody shoot him in the head? Because he goes like this and he puts it in front of his face. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. So it's dumb. And that scene with the stairs. When he keeps making it up and then gets knocked down. That was, three. That was a reenactment of all the movies. <laughs> right. Now, here's the thing. Two things that I absolutely loved about this movie. The blind hitman. Mm -hmm. He was amazing. Was he in John Wick 3? I don't remember him. I felt That's like you. Donnie Yen. He played the hitman. I felt like you were supposed to know who he was, but I did not know who he was. This is John, Donnie Yen. No, but I'm saying the character. They, oh, it, yeah. I, it didn't feel like he was introduced. Well, that's the part of this is a lived-in universe and that John Wick had this deep history with right. all these people before right. he yeah. got out. So I loved him. I loved the blind hitman. And his the fight scene with him going up the stairs was also, like, once he got to the, I, I didn't need all the stairs up and down and up and down and up and down. But the part where he went up with the blind man, yeah. I was into that. I thought that was great. And then also, we can sort of wrap this conversation up by talking about Shamir Anderson. Yeah. He plays Tracker, which is the guy with the dog who Mr. followed. Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody. And he was amazing in this movie. Yeah. And he was a pretty small character, but he was really good. And I just think we should know his name, Shamir Anderson. I wonder if we're going to get a spinoff 
like a tracker spinoff. I would love a tracker spinoff. Maybe, but the spinoff is currently, there's two spinoffs in work. One is with Anna de Armas called The Ballerina. Mm. Uh, and then... That's a John Wick spinoff? Yeah. Okay. About how... Uh, about the Russian family that he's part of. Yep. And then um, the other one is the the girl from the, the Stinger. Uh-oh. You didn't watch the Stinger, did I you? I did not. It never occurred to me to wait for a Stinger. Some of them, some of the John Wick movies have them. Ah. It's the, uh, the, um, the daughter. Whose daughter? The other, her, Akira is her name. The... Concierge. Oh right! Yes, 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 yes. At the yes, the, the stinger is her getting revenge. Okay, on the killer. Beautiful. Um, but uh, watching watching that fight scene in that concierge, watching her, I was like, I would watch a movie with this girl. She's badass. Yes, yes. like I would. This this is cool. Like yes. this, she needs a spinoff, and apparently she. That's why that that fight scene was thirty five minutes long. That was amazing. Yeah. Do you think there's any chance? On a scale of zero to a hundred, is there any chance that John Wick is not really dead? Yes. Okay. Totally. Totally. But here's, I wish that he, there wasn't. Here's the thing. I think there's a, I, I, I wish that they had just shown the grave, but didn't show the two guys. What's the guy's name? Mason or Mixon or something? The The manager? The manager and who was standing there with him. There was two people at yeah, the grave. The, the, played by uh, Martin Lawrence. Right. I forget his, not, not Martin Lawrence. <laughs> not Samuel L. Jackson. Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Um, I wish those two were not at the grave site because I feel like if, if John Wick is alive, those two know it. Yeah. Well, I thought when he was, when he asked, he's like, you think he's in heaven and hell? Yeah. And he's like... What do you say? Like who knows or whatever. I right. thought he was going to give a clue as to where right. he was. Right. Or when it panned out, I thought we were going to see his shoulder. Or, right. Or something. I hope he's dead. Because I think it's the perfect like yeah, clo- yeah. closure no, to this. I agree. But I also think you, you, if the if the spinoffs are successful, you give him two or three movies and John Wick shows up. Right. Totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. All right. So David. Best movie I've ever seen. Best movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, let's move on to listeners' notes, feedback, questions, answers, comments, and so forth. This week, we didn't get much. We asked for a lot, and we didn't get – we, we got a response. We got a something. Yeah. And, and I'm just going to say that, like, thanks for this. I don't think they're worth us going over because they're long. Right. But someone – Known as the Mystery Gobble. We do the gobble gobble. We do the turkey wobble. We do the gobble gobble. I was impressed because we got not one, but two fully fleshed five chorus songs, maybe more, about listening to the show. And I read the whole things and I thought, this is great, but it's weirdly not Mystery Gobble. It was weird because. Every, it doesn't cut us down. Every verse was outdoing the previous verse about how great we are. Yeah. And what a, what a great use of time it would be to listen to the podcast. To listen to the show. 
And that's not how the Mystery Gobble that's, rolls. That's not how anybody rolls. Because anytime I talk to the Mystery Gobble, which is quite often, right. it usually starts off with, can't believe how much time I waste on you guys. Right. And I fast forward, and it's too much He time. has to listen to it at double time. Right. Right. And it's still... Right. Well, he only has so many minutes in his day. Clearly. In fairness to the gobble. Clearly. But uh, then he admitted, he's like, oh, well, I had AI write this. What? Yeah. And he's like, I didn't think to put in belittling you guys into it. And I'm like, that's your own fault. <laughs> what did he say? There was a sarcasm filter? Yeah, I didn't put the sarcasm <laughs> filter on or something. So This was a real roller coaster of emotions for me. Let me tell you what happened to me. Because as as you alluded to briefly, just but moments ago, I sometimes look at things on the internet and believe them. <laughs> Has that ever happened? I feel like it happened once years ago. Yeah. Once an episode for a couple years. <laughs> <laughs> so I read this song and I'm like, oh my God. This is great. Your boy is a songwriter. I'm you like, oh my God. I never knew he had such creativity because I don't know if you know this, but he's an engineer. Like he's yeah. a hardcore right-brained guy. Very creative in his own right, you know, and everything. But and he, to be clear, that's an engineer, not an engine ear. Right. Because I know. Right. Yeah. So what I mean by that is he drives locomotives. Right. Right. So he's driving this locomotive, writing this song while he's at work. Right. Him and Casey Jones. Yeah. And he's got a monkey with him, of course. Obviously. Clear. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't have anything to do with the job. Right. He just has a monkey. You're not going to run. Listen, listen, David. You're not going to outrun the shark if you don't have a monkey in your locomotive. That's true. I mean, everybody knows yeah. that. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, Gibble's <laughs> out there keeping ahead of the shark with his monkey and his Casey Jones and his, his whole bit. Yeah. Yeah. And he writes this song, and I think to myself, oh, my God, this is so great. And now, I don't know if you know this about me, but I play the piano. You do know that. I did. Yeah. You got a baby grand. I do. So I'm thinking to myself, I am going to set this song to music. No. It's true. And I'm like, this is going to be so cool. I'm going to – I'm gonna, and then I'm debating to myself, like – do I dare like sing this song, set it to music and sing it and record it and play it for David? That would have been amazing. Like I'm spinning out of control. Yeah. Thinking how far I'm going to take this. Spiraling. Right around that time. I like to imagine how this looks. You're going crazy, but then outside you're just like, <laughs> Eyes crossed, hair standing on end. Right? Is he having a seizure? <laughs> I get that a lot. Yeah. So as I'm spiraling out of control, having my seizure, I claim my phone dings. And here it is. Good old David Moulton looking to ruin everything. <laughs> and getting Scott to admit it was yeah. an AI chat. And then I was like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> I'm out. I'm not setting some robots song yeah. to music. That's how they win. That's how they win. Yeah. It starts with the music. Once they take over our music, next thing you know, they're going to be painting. <sighs> I mean, you never got time for that. No. All right. Well, anyway, I will say I appreciate the, <laughs> I appreciate the effort. Yeah. Yeah. An a, a for effort. An AI for effort. <laughs> 
Oh, that was that was good. You see what I, like I, I see what he did there? Yeah, yeah there's AI. I noticed, right? And then I laughed. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. So that's how I saw that you, the, yeah, Boom. yeah. All right, <laughs> look. If you want to be a part of the show, email us podcast at pensacinema.com. Moving on, what are you doing outside of the movies this week? My my week is pretty boring. I've been watching Picard, which, if you like Star Trek, you're gonna love it. If you don't, whatever. Been watching The Mandalorian. Mm. I'll say this about Mandalorian. Have you been watching it? I'll say this about that. Yeah, no, you haven't have been not. watching it. This is one of the, the coolest things that's happened in Star Wars in a while. And I'm not talking about The Mandalorian, because this show I don't really care about anymore. I'll be honest. I'm watching it be, out of because Just I... Just to be in the loop. Yeah. You know the guy who played Jar Jar? Yeah. Right? He apparently was ridiculed, got such backlash for, play, for playing Jar Jar that he... he considered committing suicide oh. for a period of his life. Very sad. Terrible. Star Star Wars as a franchise has done him, I don't know if you want to call it a redemption arc, because I don't think that he needed to be redeemed, but they did him, I don't want to call it a solid, but they were like, we want to prove that like you're legit. We're standing by you. Yeah, you're a cool dude, and you deserve attention. We're standing by you. Right? Yeah. And so in the newest episode. Oh, that's cool. Of the Mandalorian, they made him live action actor version of him a badass Jedi. Awesome. Like, and not just like kind of cool badass. Yeah. And it was just one of those things where, like, what's happening on the show isn't that important or that cool, but just it's cool what they did for this guy. They're just like, we could cast anyone in this role. Let's make it this guy. And show him some love. Yeah, that's and awesome. And make the fan base love him. Mm. So cool, cool. What about you? Um, the girls and I are still watching Clarkson's Farm. Mm. Amy and I have been rewatching the marvelous Mrs. Maisel because the new season drops April fourteenth. Whoa! So we're big fans. Whoa! This is like the sixth or seventh time you watched through it. Um, Amy has watched through it countless times. This is probably my. This is only my second time, like, legit watching through it. Mm. Like, staying in order and watching each episode. Right, right. I have rewatched the episodes many, many times, you know, here and there. Anyway, I also this morning rewatched uh, Kong Skull Island. Oh, really? It, it, that's a good movie. I've never seen it. Yes. David. I've never seen it. Didn't we review it on this very no, show? we reviewed the second one. Or whatever. Where were we when the first one came out? I don't think we were podcasting at that time. Oh. That's disappointing. I really enjoyed it. I, Breed Larson, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. A couple familiar faces that you don't remember their name, but, you know, great cast. Um, yeah. So, anyway. Nice. Kong Skull Island. Cool. So, next week, Dungeons and Dragons, eh? Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Yep. Cool. Well, if you want to tell us what you thought of Dungeons and Dragons or anything that happened this week, or if you still haven't finished writing your song mm. for us, <laughs> the one that doesn't take AI. There's no expiration date on the songs. Right. Right. Yeah. Best way to get in touch with us is podcast at pencinema.com. Yep. That's our new email, yep. podcast at pencinema.com. Yeah. But if you want to be a part of the show, if you want to support us, <laughs> yeah. what's the number one way people can support the show? Penn? Well, David, you would know this. Right. Yeah. If you hadn't stepped out. 
I was yeah interviewing yeah. for my oil rig job. Right. Well, while you were stepping out, yeah, me and oil rig guy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were chatting. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. It was he right. To talk. It was. I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry, oil rig guy. <laughs> it was right after he told me about the new Transformers trailer. Mm. Right. Yeah. But he told me there's a phenomenon going around on all of the oil rigs. <laughs> Did you see this on CNN? I, they called it regulations. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. That's exactly what they were calling it. Was the regul the regulations? <laughs> what they're doing is they're all flying. Listen to the Penn Cinema podcast flags from the roof of their the top of their oil rigs. Because you know every oil. I don't know if you know this. Mm. Every oil. <laughs> I'm going to learn it in training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every oil rig is shaped like the Eiffel Tower. Everyone? Yes. <laughs> in, in my mind, that's how they look. Every oil rig is shaped like the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, So true. if you want to know what an oil rig looks like when yeah. they listen to the Penn Cinema podcast flag planted atop it, all you have to do is imagine an Eiffel Tower with the flag on the top, and that's what it looks like. Wow. Yeah. Same size as the Eiffel Tower? Yes. Every single one? Yes. <laughs> yes, it's remarkable. <laughs> so there's two things that you can draw from this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you have an oil rig, mm. go plant your flag on the top. Mm. Or you can plant the flag on the top of wherever you happen to work. Mm. I think employers especially appreciate that. Yeah. And the third option is to get yourself a model Eiffel Tower and plant a flag on top of that. There you go. What's up? Mm. Or a Statue of Liberty model would also work <laughs> if that's the, the only thing you the, have. Instead, instead of the torch, it's, it's <laughs> right. a little, but not like a full flag. No. We want like a tiny novelty right. flag. Right. <laughs> like, like she's at a sporting event. Right. <laughs> and I'll give you a hundred bucks cash money. What? If you go up to the real Statue of Liberty and fly a and real fly flag, a real flag. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of that's a lot of doubt, right? Yeah, but say yeah. you don't have a flag, right? How else could they support the show? You could do what I just did, just but moments ago, yeah, with my new friend Oil Rig Guy, <laughs> besties, and I told him listen to the Pennsylvania podcast. Wow, yeah, just tell a friend, just tell a that's friend. all you got to do. Yeah, easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. <laughs> All right. Well, once again for the Pensano podcast, I'm David Walton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. Take, Take care, care and party, party on. on. Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com.